Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? It is December 16th, 2016. I'm Austin Walker, your host here at Waypoint Radio. Joining me, as always, Patrick Klepik, coming live from outside of Chicago. Six-degree weather. Is it six uh, degrees? Um, it's it's uh, 17 nope. right now. Nope. It, was, it was a low of... A low of three yesterday, Ugh. and then the wind chill is negative 15 on Sunday. So we're excited out here in the Midwest. That's low. People, yeah, uh, who are, people who are watching us live on Twitch couldn't hear anything I just said. Oh. But people who listen on the podcast, they can hear it. They can hear it. It's a hot school. Don't worry, I've got this. For <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll carry the podcast for us. That's great. That's great. Joining me also, Danka Herod. Yeah. Of Herod's Department Store, the thing I <laughs> yes. think of whenever I need to remember how to pronounce your name. I'm glad you remembered. I did. I remember. You didn't remember the date? I did. December 16th. <laughs> I didn't say that we were live from the Brick House. I didn't say that we were here coming to you from Brooklyn. Apparently, there was a vice party at a bank yesterday. We didn't go. We didn't go. I was busy. Oops. I was busy. I was in Manhattan getting business done. Mm-hmm. So, you know. How you doing? Doing good. Yeah, Danielle's on a plane right now, I think, on a, on a little mini vacay. So going so, away for for holiday for time. holiday, which I advocate. I advocate we all do that once we have the chance to do that because we've been busting our asses, all of us. Yes, you won't. You won't do it. I'm gonna try. I mean, same. I'm like <laughs> definitely looking <laughs> forward. You, Austin, you, you like if I made a, a growing list of all the things you're gonna try. Yeah, it'd be the longest document I've ever made. It's true. I I'm really looking forward to our time off and like out of office where I can't have meetings, yeah. so I can catch up on email. Mm-hmm. That's like the number one thing I'm excited about about <laughs> no, the holiday. No, it's terrible. That's is the, that the, I can worst get through wish I've ever heard. all of the emails. emails. No, What's it at? 489 oh, in my regular inbox, 345 at the gaming at Yikes. a separate that's 345. A so that's good. That'll take you all of Christmas. Thank God. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. Thanks, Santa. Thanks for these emails. Thank you. It's been a long week. It's been a cold week. I think the winter is cold. finally here, really. I'm really not prepared. Truly. You're not. You're from the Bay Area. Yeah, I tweeted about it being 22 degrees and people were like, ha! Yeah, it's ain't nothing. Uh, it's going to get so much worse. Have you ever seen snow? I've seen snow, but like in, uh, in person on the West Coast in Lake Tahoe, where it's like it's like soft skiing snow. You know, that's I've not never. Real snow. That's that's not real snow. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Like until Fake you're like snow. upset because you have to go to work and it it was like a huge snowstorm last night, but you still have to go in. You're, I feel you're like in snow. I feel like I won't feel that this year. I feel like I'm excited. No, you're gonna feel it this year. If it snows <laughs> yeah. like that, like, <laughs> you'll, you'll, the first time it happens. You'll be excited. The second time it happens, you'll probably still be excited. It's that tenth time yeah. when that wind chill gets like negative ten, and you miss your bus, and you can't find and your other. You still other have glove. to wait out. It's not fun anymore. It's not. That's it ceases right. to be fun. We'll we'll check check back in with me in like a month. I guess we're just we're looking forward to the winter breaking you because okay. people who look forward to winter have not experienced winter before. I mean, if <laughs> right. summer summer almost broke me, but it didn't. 
So I have high hopes for winter. Also, because you are from the Bay Area in California, the Bay Area, you basically don't have a summer. There's no weather. There's just it's rainy sometimes, right? Yeah, there's no weather. Right. Okay. Well, that's the check in on the the weather. weather. (laughs) Next up, sports. (laughs) Patrick, what's going on in hoops these days? Hoops from scoops. The the Bulls seem like they're doing okay. The Cavs are winning. Yeah, they are. Back to you. Thanks. Hey, hi. <laughs> Super Mario Run is out. Sports. Yeah, speaking That's of a, sports. It's a track. He's a track star. Track and field. Track and field is a sport mm-hmm. and a video game. Mm-hmm. And Super Mario runs it. Super Mario Run came out yesterday, finally. So officially the the uh, the biggest launch on the App Store of all time. Wait, really? In terms of yeah. money, in terms of downloads? Uh, let's see. I've got this article up here. Uh, downloads. It was downloaded 2.85 million times in its first day. Um Pokemon Go was downloaded at 900,000 uh, to give Whoa. you a, a comparison. Whoa. Okay. Um, and it's currently the top grossing uh, app, but that, you know, that's obviously it is because it's in the first 24 hours of yeah, its sure. release. Sure. Also, it's, I mean, it's $10. It is $10. Yeah. It is a premium yeah, no, that product. Is, yeah, it is, yeah, that is expensive for an App Store game. Have you dug into it much, Patrick? Yeah, I've uh, I've probably played two or three hours of it so far. Um, that's I like a substantial worth- amount of a thing. Yeah, so you can run, and I've only, I have not finished the first three levels, uh, I guess yeah. is what I would say. Um, the, if you just want to go through this game, um, you can do it in less than an hour. Like the actual game oh, wow. is not okay. particularly difficult. There are, uh, fif- maybe 15 stages, and the boss, uh, fights might as, shouldn't even count as a stage, because they're essentially perfunctory as is opposed to. The fourth level in each. Thing? Yeah, yeah, fourth level in each world. Um, but uh, the way they uh, and I'm going to write about this uh, after the podcast. Like the so I've made this argument with the last couple of Mario games, um, Mario 3D Land and Mario 3D World uh, in particular. Uh, uh, and this is also true of the New Super Mario Brothers games. Um, like the, those games aren't particularly challenging, but sure. if you're looking for the challenge, like if you're looking for Nintendo's equivalent of a difficulty level um it's finding the secrets that they hide in them and and what i what i mean by that is like collectibles are things that usually drive me up a wall like i I find collectibles to be uh like trash filler that are put in worlds to uh buffer out things for you to do in them as opposed to them being actually meaningful like i often get upset that collectibles exist because it kind of scratches against people's collectionist uh uh tendencies and gets them to do things that isn't actually fun but they feel a need to do whereas the nintendo i have found has always been very thoughtful about how they put their collectibles in their games and in 3d land and 3d world the collectibles really allowed you to appreciate the level design and sort of the tricks they've put in there uh, in a way that you don't if you just do the main path and that is totally true of super mario run in which uh when you finish the stage uh you know there are uh there are purple coins. There are pink coin. It's pink, purple, pink, and purple, green. And then and then green. Yeah. Um, and is there anything the, after green? No, I've only gotten to no. green. No, there are just three levels of uh, of coins uh, that you collect. And um, the the first level, they're just hidden in you know or throughout the world. And then the uh, uh, the uh, was it pink? Was we say it was pink? Pink, then purple, then green. Purple. Yeah. The, yeah. The purple are just remixed versions of that. They're hidden in like kind of like a little more out of the way place. And then the black ones, those actually remix the stages. So those oh. will incorporate new geometry. Okay. Yeah. No, I've done um, those. Yeah. And and those will actually uh, manifestly change the stages in a way that ha- forces you to play them differently um, uh, in order to find all of, uh, of the coins. And so th- they're hidden in really tricky places with uh, really difficult jumps. And, you know, it's not just a matter of getting one or two of them. Like, you have to collect all five in, in a, a single run. Ra- you uh, can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the thing I thought, like, that I was, I was 
the lazy the lazy gamer in me visit our website lazygamer.vice.com <laughs> okay. uh was like oh i hope i can just get them across multiple different runs like i hope i can get these three and then the one where i have to drop and fall and cuz sometimes you have to pretty rapidly change up kind of your your uh kind of like your angle of egress like yeah you have to make sure you can like bounce backwards into right. like a small like, area oh this one is like up three levels of yeah. platforms and the next one is like in a pit that i have to jump like fall down and then wall jump out of and so i was hoping i was like oh i can just get through it easy and just pick up these coins like pick them up one at a time mm-hmm. no no I-, I was the same i was like I beat the first level a few times and I'm like, okay, this isn't working. And then when I realized I had to get them all in one one run, I was just so frustrated. I just kept hitting retry. Every time I missed a coin, I was like, shit. That's the actual problem with me. It's not a problem with the game. I think that the – so what I've played of the game so far, I'm only three levels in, but I'm trying to get every coin before Mm -hmm. I move on to the next level. So one, that's the problem Mm -hmm. is that like I am that weird perfectionist of like if you give me a stage and let me know – that I can get a higher rating on it or come back and get more. I want to like milk all of the yeah. stage. I don't want to milk all of the game goodness, yeah, all yeah, the game yeah. milk out of the level stage. And you can't do that <laughs> because you'll like go crazy. You'll like drive yourself up a wall because you're just like doing that same thing over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Um, it's the same Pro tip. Pro yeah. tip. Yeah. I'm listening. You can. The bubbles. Yeah. They are not just when you die. Oh, you just it, pop you can, them to go back and try it again. So if you if you miss oh, a coin, no. you can oh, pop wait, the I didn't bubble, know that. and you can go, and, and you're allowed to pop yourself out of the bubble uh, at any time. It's right. basically a rewind function. Right. Now, granted, for especially the black coins, the black coins are often uh, predicated on. Uh, like the level being set up on its initial run. So if you miss a jump that like relies on you hitting a turtle, you're not going to be able to get that black right. coin. The that next turtle's time. It gone. Re- it doesn't reset the stage right. parameters. Yeah. turtles don't come back. back. Yeah, they you don't. Know, come that's, back. We have to no, we have I, to love our turtles while we got them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you guys messed with any of the other little nooks and crannies of the game, like I've, the rally? I did a rally, yeah. and I did a couple of rallies, and have recruited a bunch of toads to my cause. It's like a weird politics metaphor. Is that because like it's like you go on a rally against somebody else, yeah, and then take their their toads. You take their their their. You fans. don't actually take their toads. You gain fans, and then you compete. So it's like a race. So it's like a race between yeah. you and somebody else, async asynchronous. And it's based on like how many coins you get, and how many fans you get, and you get and fans your moves by, and your moves by you being do, stylish, you which is really moves. cool. Because you so obviously it's based on the Super Mario. Uh, what is it? The new Super Mario like yep. tile set and and graphic system. So it includes a lot of the like backflips and like very um, acrobatic yeah. stuff that Mario does while he jumps. Lots of wall and, jumping. Lots of wall jumping. Lots of twirling yeah. in the air. And as you do that in the in the Toad Rally mode, Toads are like, oh word! Like, look at how cool Mario looks. Like, I like that Mario better than that Mario. And then at they're the all screaming at you. They're you like, ah! how many coins you get and how many Toads rooted for you because mm-hmm. of how stylish you are. And then you get toads that then you can install in the metagame map where you I like, like the little Animal Crossing like Animal Crossing town. that like, is very generous. I know, no, I know, I know, I know. But it's cute. You I wish like, it was I'm Animal buying, Crossing. I'm buying plants, you know, I'm buying a little fence. Yeah, I like decorating. Yeah, same. It's nice. Same. Have you have you messed with any of that, Patrick? Nope. Zero interest. We'll, we'll never touch it. <laughs> Patrick, how are we going to compete in Super Mario Run, the hottest new eSport, if you don't engage me in my Toad Rally? I don't mind the Toad Rally. I mean the little the building, building stuff. your base thing. I, yeah. I just could not. I mean, if I could delete it off the, the screen, I would. Wow. Well, like, I, mean, I just don't have any interest in laying fences and, and plants. I want to find more coins. You're dealing with your, you're, you're dealing with your own home. 
Right, you heard over here a, in New York. We're like, we don't have anything to work with. Dream of the notion of green <laughs> I got my yeah. own fence in my backyard that yeah. has problems. I don't need digital yep. fences. Yep. Digitalfences.vice.com also. <laughs> uh, you can visit us there. Thanks, Chief Keefe. But, but yeah, it's, it, I think it's a, it's a genuinely great game. I think it, um, it, uh, it bodes well for Nintendo and adapting their different characters and franchises for mobile because it's, this is the, it's a very non-cynical way to make a game like this. Like it takes the trappings of mobile, but like, does it, you know, it's free, but it's not free to play, right? Like there's a, there's a world where you can imagine this game. Like you got to keep running these levels till you can earn enough coins to buy the next one. And you can't actually buy them or you can buy a coin multiplier. So you, you can get up to the next, like, no, it's like, Hey, ten dollars, pay ten bucks, and and it's it's done. Yeah, do you that's think all you got to do? Where's that price rate for you in terms of like how expensive mobile games are? Because that's it's expensive. It's, it's expensive. expensive, and for a lot of people, they'll play through it in an hour and be like, "I spent ten dollars for an hour. I'm not interested in playing to get all of the coins." Does it communicate well enough? Do you think that that is what this game is in the free version? I don't – I'm not going to profess to understand what the average mobile consumer cares about. Like sure. I don't even know Fair. if I can speak to that. Like, right. like, you know, I, I can only look at this game from the perspective of like is it a good Mario game? And I think it totally is. Like, yeah. I, I think if you are someone that enjoys Mario games uh, and, and there is a surprising depth to this game that is not apparent if you just play it as sort of a – you know, just the the main run through. But in terms of like what this means for like you – know, like, yeah, does the average mobile person like get upset that it's $10? Like I don't – I don't know. I just know that it makes me feel good that I can pay $10, get the whole game, and move on with my life. I'm wondering if people are getting upset at, like, the initial, oh, it's $10, get the whole game. Or if they would get more upset if it was, like, spend $1.99 to unlock. Like, with Pokemon Go, I spent probably $50 on that game. And if I could have just spent, like, 10 bucks up front to have a bunch of eggs and a bunch of Pokeballs, that would have been sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like for me, the question ends up being like, how many of those free people convert into paying customers? Because is there another level of purchase besides the $10? There is no microtransaction as far as None. I know, right? So like, it is, there are the sorts of people who like will play a free game for months and months and like every now and then toss a dollar or two into it. Those people won't, those people, unless they make the $10 purchase, like won't give this game money. So I'm really curious to see how it shakes out for them in terms of, of, you know, staying up on the paid list um you know the the actual income level so yeah. we'll see it's it's i'm i'm happy with it generally though like this is a cool direction for them to be going in i'm glad there's no virtual keyboard like or virtual uh, joystick like they understand yeah. it's clear that they understood what the format of this of what mobile games like is and, mm-hmm. and wanted to address that stuff and actually incorporate it and, and think about how they could combine the limitations of working on an iPhone with what they think is a, is essential to what Mario is, like yeah. to, to really smart, clever platforming challenges, neat level design, like all that stuff. Yeah. I'm into it. I haven't bought it yet. But Me either, but like I've put I have, two yeah, and a half hours into it. I haven't gotten far enough to right. buy it. <laughs> maybe, maybe we have to put 10 hours into the first three levels and then we'll be like, all right, All right, I'm now buying. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, totally. So like good on them. I'm curious to see what's next. I want to see the Fire Emblem game. I want to see the actual Animal Crossing game. Yeah, I hope those are good because those are series I hold near and dear to my heart in a way that I think a lot of people hold Mario Party. Like I, I, I am. Mar- Wait, what? Hmm? Yeah, I, sorry. When I say that, Mario Party, right? I met Mario <laughs> Brothers. Dan, I met Mario Dan Brothers. Dan Reichert. That's it. Mar- I met the way Dan Reichert holds Mario Party. <laughs> 
the analogy we all think of when we think of how people. Uh, I just know. said Mario Party. I guess I have Mario just Party on out. the brain for some reason. I don't know. It's, it's we'll, weird. Have to, we'll have to stream it one day. I did run into. Uh, uh, it only happened once, but if it happened to me once. I, I'm not going to be surprised if this turns into a thing. But obviously, you can't play Super Mario Run offline. Don't talk to me um, about this. I'm going to be upset. I was I was, sit- I was sitting here at this very desk. My router is. 10 feet to my right. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid good money for a really nice router. I pay... You have a Nighthawk? Do you have a Nighthawk? Better Comcast internet. I, I could not be closer to this router, and yet at some point uh, during the game, it kicked me out saying I had a bad connection and uh, bu- uh, punted me from the level and made me start over. Pokemon Go flashbacks. Um, uh-huh. So here's the thing that happened to me, which was I was playing it on the subway, and I was playing on the W, which in Queens is above ground. It goes above ground, yeah. And I was like, awesome, I'm playing it. And I got to Queens Plaza, and I started to go underground. I was like, all right. I gotta, I gotta time this out. So whenever I was in a subway station is when I wanted to be on a menu screen because that would have Wi-Fi <laughs> or that would have either Wi-Fi or it would have connection. And I would like load into a level and then race to try to get to the end of the level by the time I got back to a subway. And it happened, it worked the first few times. And what would happen is I'd finish a level and if I wasn't quite in the subway station, I could hit retry a few times and like hang there until I was loaded into the subway station. But eventually it kicked me out and it caught on. It caught on. Nintendo and caught on. I think it kept my progress, in which case rad. Like I think mm-hmm. it was one thing where I'd gotten all five purple coins. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to redo that. And I think it it stuck. Like I I remember being really upset that I was going to lose it and then being not so upset that I didn't actually lose it. So Hopefully there's like the it, – it has like the – Cash is enough. Yeah, enough yeah. info locally. But I know that they're worried about piracy and worried about cheating and hacking. So I don't, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious also, to see also that Also friend codes. Great. They're still here. I don't want to talk about that either. I haven't even figured out that whole part of Part of, of that is yet. not Nintendo's fault. Um, uh, they got Apple rid of, got rid of Game their Center, right? Game Center app, which was the sort of ubiquitous friend system. Um, I don't know why they got – like, obviously, it was an app that no one opened, but, like, for but. something like this, it would have been incredibly useful for your friends to just be there. Yeah. And uh, so, I don't know. Maybe they would have done friend codes anyway because Nintendo likes their own proprietary stuff. But uh, as as bugged as people are by friend codes, like, you also have to kind of point the blame at Apple because they removed the thing that made this easy for developers, um, I think, with the last operating system update. Is there a point in adding friends on Super Mario Run? Toad uh, then you, you can oh, compete the on the Toad Rallies. Well, you see I all mean, your Toads. All right. Come for your Toads. I'm glad that at least you can log in with your Nintendo ID. Does that not let you friend code up easily? I guess there's no I unified no. friend system, right? Yeah, no. Someone someone was like, someone DM me and was like, hey, add me on Super Mario Run and sent me their friend code. I'm like, I have no idea how to do that. Yeah. It's a mystery. Who knows? Who knows? Probably to Nintendo, too. Speaking of Nintendo, um, they are – two things happened. One, Patrick, you just ran a story that was about some of the patents that have come out around the, the Nintendo Switch. Switch. Uh, what was that? What were, what were those patents? What was, like, the hot scoops from those patents? Well, it's, you know, there have been a couple questions about the Switch. One, like, does it have a touchscreen? And there are multiple references in the patents to a touch panel. Um, there are some buttons that were unexplained on the device. Uh, there are references in the patents to uh, a record button. Uh, cool. They mention it as a still image. So, uh, and also uh, because from what I was reading, it would be very, like the way the Xbox One and PS4 work, you know, they're using like proper hard drives in order to 
uh, constantly cache video that you can access and share. Um, the switch is supposed to use flash memory, which is like really bad yeah. for like continuous recording. So it sounds like it's not, you know, you're not going to be sharing 10 minutes of video on the switch. Uh, but you know, you should probably have the option to like record a, you know, or take a photo, um, and then, you know, share that on Twitter or Facebook or record. I hope they find a better word than record. Cause record sounds like I'm going to take a video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, well I don't know if they can do share and like shares, pro- like shares the best right. word. Like Sony yeah. kind of locked that up. Um, so like, yeah, maybe there'll be something. Uh, a little more cutesy uh, from them. But, yeah, otherwise, it's just kind of interesting to see, like, all, you know, it's just fascinating to look at patents and kind of yeah. the breakdowns of how they have to pitch what their thing is. Um, and then combined with that, they announced that it'll be playable for the first time at PAX South, uh, which is in January, at least for the public, um, which is tied to, essentially, they're doing a, a thing in New York, which I'm sure you'll end up going to. Oh, yeah, where, uh, ready to go. Uh, they're going to do the formal unveiling uh, of the Switch. And then they're basically going on a, a road tour, to show it off, which is pro- smart and a cool way, I think, to demonstrate what is interesting about that device. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited for it because Super Mario Run, which I'm really enjoying, like, but it's not, like, it's not a new Mario game. Like, it no. is, but no. it's not. It's mm, not that. It's it not that. It's not. That, yes, but it's not that seven seconds of video footage I saw on that Switch trailer. And like, that's the game I want. Like, right. I already know what my game of the year 2017 is. Like, Patrick. Patrick we're done. <laughs> you don't know that. We're done. Patrick, you're it's a critic. That game. You have to have it's your that game. Be ah, uh, God. Be no. critical. Fuck being objective. Those people made Super Mario 3D Land and Super Mario 3D World some of the best 3D platformers of the you last decade. They, like, maybe they got Sega Team to make this new Mario game. You don't know. No, stop oh it. My God. Stop maybe that's what's happening. <laughs> stop it. Super Mario I'm Colors. Out. Austin's on oh, no. Austin's on um his favorite site, thesaurus.com. That's true. To look for alternate distribute. words. It from the distribute it could be the distribute button. It could be the experience button. It could be the participate <laughs> button. It could be the split button. It could be the apportion button. Prorate? The prorate button. <laughs> Shift slice. The divvy up button. Oh, I like Maybe divvy it's up. The, it's the switch buttons because you switch you it, switch it yeah, from, the, yeah, from yeah. that to uh-huh. the internet. Yeah, yeah it's a switch. You I like switch. Um, give and take and go 50-50. I like Those the are cut probably the pie. It could be the cut the pie button. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> Have a hand in? Okay. Uh, Cool. Cool. <laughs> Oh, the other thing that the patents came out with was that you could do four-player split-screen and also two-player Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Screen on the switch, it looked like. Which, yeah. like, that's to me, like, that was what was suggested by that trailer and i guess it actually confirmed that that's actually a thing you can do so that's cool what have you been playing danica um i've been playing a lot of borderlands and i've been going (laughs) current (laughs) thank you people 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 have been saying let's talk about borderlands some more which borderlands have you been playing (laughs) i've been going back and forth between two and pre-sequel okay Um, so no borderlands one for you no. You no, only no, 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 care no. about memes. I'm <laughs> It's really bad. Like two I is know. two is so bad. It's, there it's, It has its moments, but also it has lots of memes. There's a lot of memes. I, I mean, I'm into it. I've been playing with um I've been playing with three people, so it's like we have a four-person nice. party for both games yeah. and um I don't know, it's fun. 
I've been playing pre-sequel a lot, and that one's actually really, really, really good. See, that was the thing. Like, when that came out, I think it was pretty much very quickly dismissed by people, partially because of the air mechanics on the moon. No, I loved it. You love, you love, I love suffocating I on love, the moon. Like, yeah, well, I mean, there's, like, there's air-like things that shoot mm-hmm. up air at you, and um, when you kill enemies, they drop you know, O2 canisters, and it's, like, it's easy enough to stay alive. The people complaining about that were just not good at games. Damn. It also wasn't made by Gearbox. Right, so but, yeah. it was it was not seen as a proper sequel. I guess that's the thing. The thing is that, like, sometimes that happens, and we, as, like, a games culture, are we've gotten to be really good about it. Like, we understand that Call of Duty rotates. Right. But it's like, 2K Australia. Right. Ah! But who cares? Like, I like I, I like Borderlands. I really do. I would play a Borderlands 3 if it came out tomorrow, probably. No, I, I would play it for three hours, and then for the next three weeks, I'm going to go back to Borderlands 3 for sure. Go back yeah, like oh, I can't Borderlands wait until I have a day off. I'm going to get my great. emails and play some Borderlands. I love it. I feel like it's and I'm gonna fun. Sleep. It's fun with friends. Like, if you have friends and, like, all of you Put can- Put it on the box. All of you can sit there and laugh together yeah. and cringe at the same shitty- you know, right. bad right. memes, then it's fun. It's like an MST3K game of just like, it's written so that you can make fun of it with your butts. Yeah. And I just oh. like the, I like the dynamic of playing Borderlands 2 where Jack is like this super evil being and then going to pre-sequel where he's like still kind of, you're like on his, being? yeah, but you're on his team. Yeah. You're on his team. So it's like, it's, it's interesting. He's going to fuck you over. I haven't played that game, but that guy's going to fuck you over. No. Yeah. 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 I know. Okay. Yeah. I'm just making sure he's bad. Yeah. He calls himself Handsome Jack, right? Yes. No one else gave him that no, name. No, that's what he calls himself. All right. But you know what? I call myself Handsome Danica, so can't be mad at him for that. Okay. Bad. <sighs> Another thing that happened this week, Patrick. Twitch mm. IRL. Twitch Twitcherl. That's, yeah, re- that's please real. Please call it by its proper name. Twitcherl. Sorry. Yeah, apologies. Twitcherl. Mm. I'm going to read this over here from Mike Fahey over at a website called uh, Kotaku. Oh, yeah, I know. Kotaku.com. They're pretty, yeah, they're new. They're, they're, they're right. one of the up and coming. After five years of giving people a way to share their gaming with the masses, Twitch expands into the real world today with IRL, a channel dedicated to sharing everyday life experiences with strangers. The long and short is just like... They're really tapped into 2016 internet to call it IRL. God what? damn. Speaking of... Yeah, speaking Dragged. Of <laughs> yeah. Wow. True, though. True. I'm, so I'm being sincere. They'd been doing Twitch creative stuff. Yeah. They'd been doing Twitch food and talk shows. And like they'd done, like, oh, here's some a handful of things that you're allowed to do on Twitch that isn't just gaming. Twitch IRL is like, oh, it's YouTube. And the only thing I know about Twitch IRL is that Patrick linked me to a Twitch IRL stream yesterday. Oh and it was someone God. with eight overlays. Oh, I saw. I saw. Eight I saw. Christmas <laughs> gifts. Plus someone singing a holiday song. I think they were singing. Or was she just talking while holiday music? I don't, she was man, just talking, I don't, are you mad? I'm pretty sure I blacked out as are soon as I loaded it? it. No. I'm just overwhelmed at how quickly YouTube culture has come to Twitch. No, I know. Well, like, they've no. joined in an un- unholy alliance. Like, the overlays are such a Twitch thing. Yes. And the, like, YouTube culture of, like, hey, guys. Like, it's the holidays. And, like, the fast cuts in between. Hey, like, hey Twitch. Hey, Twitcheral. Danica here. Uh-huh. So like handsome Danica, handsome Danica. Danica here. I'm very interested to see how this goes. I thought this was a strange play for them to make. In that, like, I understand, I understand why YouTube wants to do YouTube gaming, wants to do live streaming, um, because they have so much VOD stuff already that mm-hmm. building out to like making it a single platform makes a ton of sense. For me, I would rather Twitch just become a good place to go actually watch 
the Twitch cutdowns and, and watch all the yeah. stuff that I go to YouTube yeah. to watch than to have them try to do live streaming but YouTube. I'm not even 100% sure if that works because of how much the YouTube format is based on rapid cuts, editing, mm-hmm. like all sorts of other stuff, reshoots. Like, yeah. So I'm very curious to see how it does. It also, uh, people, uh, may not remember, but, uh, before Twitch TV, right. there was something called Justin TV. Yep. And Justin TV was a video service where you could share and, you know, live stream any video. But then they got rid of Justin TV because what took off was Twitch TV because Twitch was focused on games. So essentially, they were just backdooring into Justin TV <laughs> all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's some, I, I, I'm curious. It, I want to call it a desperate play, but it feels like them trying to consolidate personalities that are growing beyond the scope of video games and not losing that to yeah, YouTube. That's, but that's also the appeal right. of Twitch, at least to me, as someone who's pretty casual, like I don't like regularly follow or watch a lot of folks on Twitch. So you're, you're not a Twitch I'm, I'm, head. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm just oh, okay. I'm just that's loath to called. like as- ascribe too much of what Twitch is or should be based on my own habits because I just don't uh, engage with it that much. Um, but uh, Twitch was about games, and now it's not about games. It just happened, you know. It's it, it is about games, but it isn't. And I just wonder if that decreased focus uh, is going to hurt it in the long run, or if they think that you know. I think their argument is that we've got these people here because of games. We don't want to lose them sure. because they get interested in people uh, doing things that aren't game related. And like, just to play devil's advocate with my own skepticism here, like. It it could just be also that they wanted to open up the the floodgates a little bit and say like hey let's stop let's stop saying what you can and can't stream on the service but to do right. that we need to brand it like that's just how companies work yeah. like anytime we change a thing we need to spin it we need to have some messaging on it we need to like control the optics and so eh, we'll call it a new thing we'll see how it, how it does um uh, you know to their credit the actual thing Twitch did recently that I'm actually way more interested in is the auto mod feature that they rolled out last week. I was actually hoping that it would roll out while we – or it was on Monday that they – it was Monday. Yeah, it was like Monday right before the podcast. It was right after because I was oh, oh, waiting. Oh. I was waiting for the email to come through mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. Said it would ha- that it said it had gone live. So we could so we try talk it about it and, or talk about it. it, yeah. So auto mod went through and auto mod is now a feature that lets you uh, do – it basically is like a filter for language and, and other stuff that just sends it to a mod before it's published. So there's yeah. something just like kind of – it's this like – purgatory system basically where questionable content which is probably the name of a different podcast questionable content gets caught in this sort of like content trap Mm -hmm. and then and then your mods can go like oh yo they meant they were trying to say something it's fine that one goes through it's kind of like quality filter but like for the whole chat yeah and which i think is good because it's better than everyone seeing someone say something like a word that you have blocked out and then them getting banned right uh the thing that, yeah, so that's the big thing for me is like, oh, it prevents it from being this sort of like flashpoint around the moment of moderation, which can be what the person who's getting moderated wants sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of times oh, you yeah, have a troll come tons to- tons of conversation right. and the chat doesn't stop. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they want. And so having this, this sort of system seems really productive. And the other thing is like it helps people who just don't have huge mod teams. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who when they're first starting out don't have a, a chat filled with people that they already know. They don't have, you know, 10 of their friends to sit in the moderation, you know, team and like make the chat really good and they don't have a chat culture yet so it's really easy for a couple of people to really shift things and so any tool that helps that person is something that's really great it's it's been a long time coming and i think for a long time twitch has been really bad about addressing this stuff uh very much like 
almost laissez-faire, almost like, hey, the chat's going to be the chat. You just got to let them, you know, we already, we have yeah. the basic moderation tools. Don't call, don't call too much attention to it. Just let it, just, just let, let it do it, its you thing. You know, if you, if you try to, to put handcuffs on it, that's how you're going to lose the, the fun chat. And like, I'm glad that they've, that they've given people this tool at least. Very excited to try it out. Even though our chat is extremely good. Our chat all is the super time. good. We love our chat. We do. But um, like, you know, this is one of those things that can prevent raids yeah. or whatever from going bad, right? We're like, oh, so. If we're ever on the front page. Totally. Like, Stuff happens. So, so there's that. There's that. I, I think it might be time to, uh, to dip into the bucket. Yeah, oh, the gross. Bucket. Dip into the bucket. Oh, oh, gross. This is the, sorry, this is the digital bucket, not the IRL bucket. So, oh, we just, good. this is the regular old question so bucket. It's not bucket or old. Buck. If you have questions, by the way, for the podcast, you guys can send them to gamingadvice.com with you. the subject line question. Thank you. You can stop sending us new names for the podcast. Yeah, we're, we're, the podcast is named. Or, or, or keep doing it. Or keep nah, doing keep it. Keep going. Great. Keep thanks. Going. Thanks, Patrick. You can always do better. You're just going to make my, my entire inbox just this whole room. Give me a number from one to um, 32. All right. I've got a, I've got a piece of paper in front of me. Let's find a number on it. Uh, owner, colon, Patrick, 21. 21. I don't know what the 21 means. I'm not 21. I know I look like I'm 21, but. <laughs> This is a question we've already answered, not from this person. Let's somebody else who asked the same question. So I'm going to delete it. Do I need another so, one? No, the, the 22 will just become 21 the way science okay. works. All right. That um, makes sense. This is good. This connects to a thing we already had. Jared Great. from Queens, New York. Shout out, Queens. Uh, says, love the podcast so far and both of your works very much. Again, this is from a while ago. Okay. This person probably loves all of our so works. They're talking, so they're talking about me. Both of yeah. our works. Yeah. Both yeah. of Sorry, our works, not fine. me. Um. <laughs> Uh, very much looking forward to the new site. My question, does it bother you that a generation of kids might, might, uh, be growing up playing new Mario games on a phone without buttons and prefer to play games that way going forward as opposed to traditional, a uh, traditional controller? Or kids will naturally, or will kids naturally gravitate toward, towards more complex games and controllers like we did way back when? Will touch be the dominant form of game design in the future? Or will, or will there be enough Minecraft level hits that draw on younger generations of potential gamers? Thanks, Jared. Queens, New York. So excited for the site. So excited for the site. But like, <laughs> damn on I mean, point. Just like, just like dead ass on point with the with the yeah, Mario Touch yeah, thing. Like, yeah. I, we could not have picked a better question yep. today. I, I think we're going to continue to see a split. I think mm-hmm. more people will play touch games. Here's the analogy I'll make. Fifty years ago, that's wrong. Twenty years ago, not everybody played games. One hundred years ago. One hundred and fifty years ago. Uh, Thirty years ago, not everybody played played games. Forty years ago, not everybody played games on their tabletop. Not everybody played big war gaming things. Everybody played cards. Everybody had a card game that they knew how to play. Mm-hmm. I think mobile games might slip into that space of like, oh, this is casual. We all play games in our lives. Maybe you do a crossword. Maybe you play Super Mario Run. Maybe you play bridge with your friend. Maybe you know how to play poker. I think mobile games filter into there where like games are just part of human activity. Yeah. And it's a, there's a very low uh, path of a uh, very low level of resistance into getting into playing mobile games if you have a phone, if you have a smartphone. Um, but I, f- I feel like no one, most people aren't sitting at home. Right. Playing mobile games. No, but most people are, are like on their way to work playing mobile yes. games. There's a huge amount of yes. people, totally. But there are also going to be the people who break out the war gaming, who break out the mm-hmm. D&D, who break out in this case now like consoles or buy a PC for gaming and make it a personal hobby and not just a thing that they do with their spare time. Yeah. Like it goes from pastime to, to like, for, like to actual, it's a hobby grade hobby. It's a hobby grade game. Like, like all of your favorite uh, gearbox games are hobby grade. 
<laughs> I can't tell if you're trying to that's own a me thing. That's or a not. thing that, that Mr. Gearbox said once. Ready pitch oh. for described board or described um what's the bad what's the bad one? That's the one that I'm nobody... not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna help you with this. You you need to fix Overwatch, it not Overwatch. Uh, mm-hmm. Beards of War. Nope, not that nope. one. Yeah. Uh, Gorgolons. Nope, still not right. Uh what is it? Okay, I'll, I'll nope. give you a hint. Give me, give me your give first you letter, first letter. No, I'm gonna give no, I'm gonna give you a clue. Okay. Um um we're all born into this world. We're all born into this world. Overwatch, still not right. Something <laughs> Battleborn. Battleborn. <laughs> Battleborn. Battleborn. No, no Gorgle Goggle. Gorgle Gorgle, Gorgle Lawn. Thank Gorgle you. Lawn. That's the name of the podcast. I've already lost the name of the shit the name of the Battleborn. Uh, Battleborn. Randy Pitchford said it was a hobby grade game. Alright. So that's okay. All. Anyway, you don't have to own me in your question answering. I was I'm trying to own Andy Randy Pitchford for okay. saying that fucking Battleborn was going to be a hobby grade video game. It is also, not. what does that mean? It means that it's like a Dota is what he means. It means it's like a lol where it's like oh we're all going a lol a League of Legends. We're all it's like the thing you do. Oh, no, is no, just I, that. I thought I thought you meant it was like a lols. Yeah, it was like a lols <laughs> also though. Uh, one thing I would say is uh, you know we're doing some game of the year stuff and I found myself uh, writing about Doom. Um, and it makes me think about this question in, in, in a way, um, where the new Doom is, uh, yes, it's a shooter, but it's, it's significantly different than the, the, the Doom that came out in 1994. But if you break Doom down to his essence, it's, it's a game about speed, right? Like it's, it's a game about fast combat. And if, and Mario is a game about jumping. Yeah. And, and the important part about Mario is not that you jump with a button. It's that jumping feels good. And so like what's, what I think sure. Mario Run uh, is successful at is re- maintaining that core essence of what Mario is. Like how that manifests itself, the way you actually engage with the action is not as important as the, the, the feeling of what defines that game. So like for Doom, for me, it's like fast combat. For Mario, it's jumping. And jumping feels good in Super Mario Run. So like the fact that kids may end up playing more of Mario on, on uh, a mobile device than they'll ever go and play the Switch version. Like that doesn't bother me. They're still me, getting like, when, the thing. Yeah, you're getting the thing that makes Mario incredible, which is like the feeling of jumping is just pleasurable, and they nailed that. So that's like that's really the only thing that matters. That like if a large group of people understand the joy of what I get out of playing different types of Mario games, but getting that through a touchscreen, like that's what excites me, not the fact that they didn't get it through pressing an A button. Right. Yeah, I'm totally with you. And, and the other thing is, I think as mobile gaming continues to to be a huge thing. We'll continue to see people doing really interesting, dynamic, and and dense game design on those platforms. Like, it's not like there aren't, quote-unquote, big, real games on mobile or on, on tablets. Like, tons of games exist that have a ton of interesting mechanics and, and that use touch in different ways and that, in fact, are the sorts of experiences that right now couldn't exist on uh, a traditional controller-based platform, right? Or even a, a keyboard and mouse-based po- platform. I think about some of the stuff that... um you think about something like like the room, which is the the one with like the box that you're undoing yeah, stuff. Those games are great. Those games came to PC, but like you don't have that tactile sensation, and like that's not less of a game because it was on an iPad, you know. Uh, so I I don't have any. I guess what I'm saying is I don't have any animus for the ascent of touch. I don't mm-hmm. have any like I'm not upset that people aren't playing with controllers. Like I'm excited that more people are playing digital games in general, in general, yeah. and are having their eyes open to all sorts of new things. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I I was just going to say, one time I played the Avatar uh, movie game on my uh, old, old phone, iPhone. Cool story. That's good. Yeah. How was it? 
Um, it was it was clunky. No, we're gonna have this conversation. Tell me about it. Tell me every, tell me everything you remember about the Avatar um, movie game on your iPhone. I just remembered you played as like the the main Jake character Jake? and uh, yeah, as an Avatar. Is his name Jake? I, I just don't threw that out. Jake Avatar. Is his name Jake? And you just like Jake Sully, Jake Scully, Jake Sully, Jake Jake Sully. Is that right? I think it is because like she says that I knew that. Jake Sully, Jake Sully, because like she's all that. like, "Oh, Jake Sully, take it out. Look at your Take hair. Out You're of my a, fucking brain. A I don't human. want to know the main character from Avatar. Yeah, so I played that. I played that for like a good week or so. It was like fifteen bucks or something, but I got an iTunes. You spent fifteen. I got an iTunes gift card, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna play this game because that I money like the movie." On anything that's on iTunes. This was oh, this was a while ago. This was when the, right when the movie came so out. You're like twelve. Like what's the? Whenever the movie came out. Oh, you were I don't like remember. 1985. 1985. I was when that 12? movie came out. Did, were, did iPhones even exist fifteen years ago? No. No. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, wow. <laughs> anyway, Owned. that's just a game I played. That's all. Next question. Can I pick a number? No, no. We, we, have, time. we have three minutes left. I have to do my outro now because oh, somebody had to talk about the fucking Avatar phone game. <laughs> Don't blame me. <laughs> I was saying if you bring if you bring it up, we're gonna do a deep dive into it. Okay. Coming to the next seventy two hour stream. Oral history and the- of Avatar the mobile game. Don't joke about some shit. I can't <laughs> deal with oral history right see, now. We're gonna see a pitch in the inbox. Uh huh. I, actually, I bet that's a really game. interesting oral history. Yeah, I want to look what, at this. Avatar up. the Mobile Game? Avatar the right Mobile now. Game. What's it look like? What type um, of game was it? I, um, was it like a runner? Y- no, it was like... A couple you, of different... It's got some big-ass go virtual things. joystick buttons. Oh, um, good. You can fly, kind of like Panzer Dragoon, which that means it's probably a good game. That means it's a good game. Um, you can fight. You can punch things. Yeah. I'll put this on the, make sure you put this in the description that we talked about. In fact, can the, the episode title just be episode 23? <laughs> Avatar, the, Avatar mobile the mobile game. I had yeah, a good sure. time with that game. I believe, look at that cool horse. Hey, I interviewed James Cameron. That was pretty cool. Did, did you? you? I did. About oh. Avatar? Yeah, this is a very quick story. Tell uh, me that story G- while I was at, some magic. I was at, I was at G4 um, before they were Esquire. Uh, and Avatar came out in December. And James Cameron uh, was coming through. Uh, G four was offered an interview with him, and all the real talent had gone home on vacation. There was no Adam Sessler, there was no Morgan Webb, there was no Kevin Pereira, there was no Livia Munn. There was just like, a Patrick Klepek. They went down like the stable of people that they would actually want to do the interview. And the only person who had really proven themselves to do stuff on TV uh, before I'd done some uh, a couple of segments was me. And they were like, so I mean, they were very explicit. They're like. You shouldn't be doing this, but we don't have anyone else who won't just fall over in front of a camera. Do you want to interview James Cameron? He will either be here for five minutes or an hour. We don't know which. So prepare for both. Great. So I did, and he was there for ten minutes, and he was very nice. <sighs> and we had a good conversation. He was he was very kind. I didn't care for that movie, but he was No, nice that man. movie didn't do it for you? That wasn't the one? No. It's, no. It was mm-hmm. bad. Although, I will say my favorite part of it was I asked him about – the influence of aliens on uh, on video games, and his response was just utter fucking disdain. His response was basically like, "Stop ripping off my movie, go no. do something original." And I was like, "Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's amazing." Fair. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to bring up the the Austin's trailer for chat, something. and it's not it's not going to happen. I'm just trying to bring up the the trailer for Avatar the mobile game. Yeah, I'm trying to, but it's not. You know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna figure out how to do it. But first, I'm gonna say goodbye to everybody. Thank you, Patrick. Where can people find you on the internet? Um, you I, completely I blank. Paying attention, you were thinking about, I was thinking about Avatar. I was. I was thinking about Jake Scully. 
God. You find me at Patrick Klupik on Twitter and uh, Pete Klupik on Facebook. That's good. How about you, Danica? Also, the new Star Wars movie is pretty good. Go see it. I want to go see that movie. Oh, yeah, go see Rogue yeah, One. it's good. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's good. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, and like anywhere else on social media, at Danica Harrod. Awesome. You find me at Austin underscore Walker on Twitter, Austin Walker Games on Facebook. Where can you find Waypoint stuff? You can find Waypoint, um, twitter.com slash Waypoint, facebook.com slash Waypoint Vice, Instagram, Waypoint Vice, YouTube, Waypoint Vice, Waypoint.zone, Bazinga.zone, Waypoint.vice.com. Where can people download Avatar the mobile game? Probably the iTunes store, right? (laughs) I'm never going to live this down. I'm so sad. Oh, Oh, no. I started playing it. It's not what I want to do. It's happening. I have to go. Bye, everybody. Bye. I love you all. Bye. Uh, Bowen, waypoint dot, waypoint yep. dot zone slash B-O-E-N. Bye. 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 Peace. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.